0: Everybody, it's Dr. Coco, and I'm here on a Sunday at 4 o'clock, because we here talking about some real talk, because that's what we need, real talk. Yay! (laughs) So, let's let you know what this show is really about. So, our topic of the day is self-care, and what self care means. And how do we look into self care? What do we do with self care? What does it actually mean? Self care? So my name is Shaniqua Purvis, everyone calls me Coco. I'm the CEO of both sides of the violence and both sides of the violence ministries. So I am a ordained minister, yes I am, yay. I'm also a chaplain and I chose this life because not only did I grow up in church where my grandmother, Gara, I saw my nana, um, June Hubbard and she raised me in some of the projects. I just love learning about God I love learning about you know our lives in in a way where how God protects us that no matter what we going through that he's always there and our faith makes us understand and know that no matter what, that he's there, that he's walking in front of us, not behind us. You know, he's walking in front of us. He's on the side of us. He's making sure that, you know, we go through this life in a way where not only are we helping ourselves and doing what we need to do for ourselves, but we we'll do what we need to do for other people. Um, I make sure that every day that I wake up, I help at least one person. At least one person. I always wound up helping way more than one person, (laughs) but at least I helped one person. So, that's my goal. But um, this show is to talk about real situations, you know, um, any situations. We could talk about anything that you want to talk about. Um, You could call in 929-282-0266. And we could talk about pretty much anything that you want to talk about. Um, but this particular show, we're going to talk about ourselves. And a lot of people don't know how to do that. I'm not going to lie. I just learned in the last maybe, I'm going to say, seven years. Yeah, about seven years, Seven, maybe eight years on how to look into myself, pay attention to myself, take accountability for the things that I do and what I want my legacy to be. So, um, I just want to help other people do that. I don't know if um, that's a thing for a lot of people. Um, With all the crime that's going on, I think that You know, a lot of people don't take accountability for themselves. They're so busy in this day and age worrying about other people and, you know, what other people is doing and trying so hard to be someone else that they forget who they are. And I just want to help people try to figure out who they are. Um, Try to pour into yourself more so that you could be a better person for whoever you need to be a better person for. So, because I learned these things, I, learned, I didn't learn them on my own. I was fortunate to have, you know, therapy. <laughs> and I know a lot of people, you know, especially black people, people of color, don't, you know, trust therapy, rely on therapy, even think that therapy is something that works. You know, they, oh, I don't want nobody in my business. You know, but um having someone in your business helps a lot. <laughs> Especially if they're impartial. Like they don't know you. So they're genuinely in your business to help you. And they're generally in the business to help other people. So um thank God for SOS. <laughs> Save our streets. Best Side. They you know, they really um so it's it's an anti gun violence organization for those that I don't know. um I used to work for them um for years, and they saw something in me that I didn't see, and they helped guide me to pour me into myself more and That's what I did. I took full advantage of it at first. it was like a group thing, but then you know I took advantage of doing it individually and It was the best thing i ever did personally so in this show too i want to help people with personal development personal development means whatever you need to do for yourself that you need to work on bottom line if it's listening if it's talking if it's your speech is it your way of thinking if it's your the way that your heart and your mind is set up, um, beliefs. Um, One thing I will not really go into too much is religion. Um, I am a minister, I minister to people and ministering to people is not always talking about um, like or trying to change your religion or talking about religion, it's more self-help, and 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 helping you be a better person. That's what ministry is to me. So, you know, a lot of people hear the word minister and it's like, oh, my gosh, you're going to start preaching. No, it's not about preaching. It's about getting you to listen or or talking, just talking, talking to you about yourself and things that you need to work on, things that you can help me with. Like, I could be talking to you and you could help me with some things that I didn't know that I needed. So ministry to me is conversation, talking to people, getting to know people, helping people in in ways that I would have want somebody to help me with. Um, Doing things with people in a way where they don't feel like they're alone. There's a lot of people that do a lot and the burden is so heavy that they feel like they're by themselves or nobody understands what they're going through. No, a person like me, I'm here for you. You wanna talk, I'll always listen. That's what we are here for. That's what this show is really about. Talking, but it's also about listening. We can also teach each other how to listen. To me, and I love this quote, And I teach my kids this all the time. The smartest person is the best listener. You can't learn if you're always talking. You can only learn if you listen. So to me, the smartest person is the best listener. So I try to be that person every day. I try to listen to people. I try to help as much as I can by listening. And when you do effective listening, really listen to a person, you can learn a lot from them, and they can learn a lot from you, from you listening to them. They can see that you're patient, that you're understanding, that you care. And that's what people are looking for, bottom line. A, a person that always talks a lot is looking for an audience. Is looking for somebody that to listen to them and a lot of people don't listen because they feel like they always talking but they tend to be closest to people that actually listen to them so that's effective listening we could teach each other that too that's what this show is about so anytime you have a bad day and you just like at work or at home and you feel like no one's listening to you You could replay the show and say okay what did i do wrong (laughs) or how could i change this or replay the conversation in your head and see if you was wrong you know or see how the conversation went and if the other person was wrong and be able to talk to that person the next day you know in an effective way where everybody could just come together and just be happy, and a lot of people are not happy, and that's why there's a lot of, you know, hate and evilness in the world, because a lot of people are just not happy, so we want to have a show where you could talk, get everything out, if you're mad, if you're happy, if you're sad, and just get it out, and let the world know that, you know, I'm trying, you don't have to be perfect, nobody is perfect, please, Nobody is perfect. I'm not perfect. Jesus wasn't perfect. Like, nobody is perfect. What you do is you learn and keep an open mind and try to see how you can change things. If it needs to be changed. It might not even be you. It might not even be you. You might be going crazy in your mind saying, and and people might, and you know the devil is a liar because the devil might make you think that it's you. You know, it's always you, it's always you, it's always you. And come to find out you talk to somebody else outside of your circle because the devil make you seem like, oh, you you telling my business or you're you trying to tell people my business. No. They don't want you to talk to somebody else because they don't want you to get that knowledge. And knowledge is power. The devil don't want you to come back at them with something, you know, Showing them that you learned and you, 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 you overcame where they try to keep you down. So that's what we're doing on this show. You know, we're just letting each other know that we here for each other. It's a positive vibe. Y'all can talk about whatever y'all want to talk about, and get it off your chest. I'm here whenever y'all need me. Old, young, doesn't matter. You can call us, <laughs> you can email me, you could just you know talk about whatever you want to talk about and this show today we're gonna talk about self-care and um you know, we're gonna take our first break I'm gonna take our first break and I'm gonna come back with self-care and why we need it and why is it important. Thank you for. T-
1: Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Chrissy, here to let you know that the Even Rush Network now has an app. Yes, an app, you guys, so you can stay connected on the go and watch all your favorite podcast shows. You can download the app at Google Play Store or Apple iTunes. So spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, if you're looking to start a podcast and really don't know how, well, hit us up at the Even Rush Network at gmail.com and inquire about time stops, pricings, and everything you may need to get started. We got you. Join the winning team, the Even Rush Network, and also download that app. What are you waiting for? (laughs) Get to it. Now here are our sponsors.
0: We're back. So, a lot of people hear the word self-care, right? And you say to yourself, oh, I know what that is. That's me taking care of myself or doing things that make myself feel better, which is fine, which is great. And that's part of it. But self-care has a lot of components to it, right? So, you know, even in the Bible, you know, God says that your body is your temple How you treat your body and on the inside is what comes out. So a lot of things that we take in that's not good for us shows on the outside. So you might see somebody that drink a lot. You could see it in their face. Sometimes you could see it in their pores. You could smell it. Even when they're not drinking, (laughs) you could smell it. Like, even when someone smokes, you get it just reeks. You don't necessarily have to know they smoke, but you can see that they do. It's something like that. So, like, if you see people that's more calm, reserved, sometimes quiet, sometimes it's because they're they understand who they are as a person, and they know when to talk and when not to. Um, you'll see a change in how they elevate. Um, during COVID, um, that's when I started like really going into personal development. Now, personal development is anything that you could work on personally, that you want to elevate, change, maybe even take away, right? So if you are that person that drinks, when you stop drinking, that's personal development. You know that drinking is bad for you. And I'm not talking about social drinking. I'm talking about alcoholics, <laughs> where you wake up to a drink, <laughs> you go to bed to a drink, like alcoholics. When you stop drinking, that's personal development. A lot of people don't know and understand that. When you stop smoking, that's personal development. You have people with asthma, always complaining about asthma, showing pictures with them in a the hospital all tubed up. But then you see them outside on the street smoking. Yo, know, you got a light, I'm looking at them like, wasn't you on Facebook looking like you was about to die? But you got a cigarette in your hand. <sighs> Personal development, (laughs) like self care, like, come on. Who's gonna take care of you better than you? Real talk. So, you have to think about these things. And that's all I want you to do. Just really think about personal development. What do I need to do? What do I need to change? What do I need to elevate? So, that's when I started taking a bunch of classes. And that's when I decided to be a minister. Like, The way my life was going and the path that i was taking and all the things that i do to help people in the street talking to grieving mothers going to these funerals and speaking and when one of our kids get shot you can't go to the hospital the hospital shut you down not if you're a chaplain i get to still go (laughs) show that badge (laughs) i'm in the hospital (laughs) So, you know, those are advantages that I paid attention to, and that's where I saw my life going. So that's why I went into the field that I went into. And it just makes sense to be able to minister. I do not, and I say this all the time, I do not want to be a pastor. (laughs) Not yet anyway. I don't know, but now no. (laughs) I don't want to be a pastor. I don't want to be in a church, you know, like have my own church. I belong to a church, First First Corinthians Baptist Church. Shout out to Pastor Yelvison, who was actually great today. I love my church. I love my members. I love my First Lady. I love everybody in my church. I do not want a church. (laughs) I don't. I think having a church puts me in a box and... I'm not free to, you know, be more. I can't be as mobile if I had a church. So um, there's nothing wrong with it. I just know me. I just can't be boxed. So I just want to be more like a minister or evangelist, even. You know, just go out and talk to the people, be like Jesus. Go outside where the people are at. I want to be outside so or doing my podcast, you know, for our day, just talking positive vibes, affirmations in the air, which actually I have a couple of affirmations for today. I got a couple of affirmations for today because I thought it was really great, these affirmations. And for those who don't know what affirmations are, affirmations are words that you speak out loud in the universe to make yourself feel strong and happy. (laughs) So, these affirmations today I am worthy, I am grateful, I am hopeful, I am smart, I am alive, I'm loving. I'm standing in my truth. I'm going for it. I'm brave. I'm gorgeous. Black don't crack, honey. <laughs> I am working on it. Important. I'm working on it. I'm doing a good job. I'm feeling good. And whatever you want to add, 929 266 whatever you want to add to it. But those are affirmations. Every day you get up and say these things to yourself in the mirror. There's no way you're not going to feel good about yourself. And even though some things happened and you had that dark cloud over your head. I mean, in my history, those who don't know, my sister was murdered. And every time her birthday come around, or her death day come around I get this cloud it's like a dark cloud and it's to the point where it happens and I don't even know what's happening anymore it just happens so I get this dark cloud and I just get like really down I'm not gonna say depressed because I guess I'm too happy in my life to be depressed but I do you know I I get I get down i cry a lot um any little thing makes me cry um any little thing and um i just want to be by myself or i'll sleep a lot i won't go out i don't really want to interact with too many people around that time but it's not a depression it's more like a hmm how could i explain it I don't know. I wouldn't say depression, though, because I don't feel like I can't go on or something like that. Or I want to be where she's at or something like that. It's not like that. It's like, uh, I don't know. I just want to be by myself and have her memory close to me and just think about the times we had together, wishing I could hear her voice. Um. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I guess it's that time that I'm just sitting with her or just in my head, like just, you know, giving her that time almost. I'm not really sure. If somebody else could um understand what I'm saying that lost a loved one to gun violence, and I say to gun violence because, you know, usually when somebody is a victim of gun violence, they like snatched from you. I always use that word "snatched" because it's like she was here that day, and then by the end of the afternoon, she was gone. So I just feel like the word "snatched" is the um, closest word I could think of that comes close to how I feel. And yeah, I think around those two times—her death day and her birthday. I just give her that time. I guess that's what it is. I just feel like I just need to be alone. So that's what I do. Um, I also would celebrate, you know, with family when we able to celebrate because that's another hard thing too to celebrate with family. especially when you're not on the same page. That's hard, Um, but you know what? God is good and the people that are in my life are meant to be in my life. The people are not, are not. (laughs) That's just that. Like, I have no problems with nobody. I do believe in forgiveness. I forgave the person who murdered my sister. I do believe in forgiveness. I'm just not going to let you keep playing with me. That's it. Like, I believe in forgiveness. I believe that people, you know, can have a conversation, you know, get past things, um, especially family. But I'm not going to let you keep playing with me. Sorry. So, um, I can forgive you and not talk to you. I could forgive you and not speak to you ever in life. I could do that. <laughs> I'm a Pisces, so we could do that <laughs> like, <laughs> You better sit down and ask a Pisces boy. we what we could shake a hand and hi and never speak to you again ever. <laughs> like it's nothing because we're such giving people. We give, 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 give. And when you keep trying to play or play with our emotions or play with our feelings after a while, because it takes some time. We don't just cut people off, trust and believe. We give people the longest rope. But honey, when you get to the end of that rope, oh, just know it's over. For real. (laughs) Like, there's no coming back. Once that rope is gone. Yet at the end the tip is over for you. Friend, family, lover, kid don't matter. <laughs> Does not matter because we're too we're too giving. We're great people. our hearts are so huge. Pisces, we give, 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 give. So we like suckers almost, especially for our kids. Especially for our kids. Our kids or our significant other, please, we give them the longest rope. Everybody else get a regular size rope, but family, kids, and your significant other get the longest rope. And once that rope is at the end, it's over. <laughs> no coming back. <laughs> so, yeah. <sighs> so when you going through things like that, I tell people all the time, like, and I had to learn this. So, this is not something that I just, okay, I'm going to do this now. No, I had to learn it. So, I'm going to teach you how to, you know, do some self care. So, one, the first thing that I always do, I've always had a job since I was 14 years old. I always worked, always had a job. Even when I took five years off from working, I still was working. I was catering, I was doing here, I was hosting parties. So I was still working. I wasn't working on the books, but I was oh, I was doing security, I was still working. But anyway, um, I learned this from Oprah. When you get your money, when you get your check, when you get your pay, pay yourself first. I always learned that, pay yourself first. So it won't look like, or make you feel like you're a slave to the rhythm. <laughs> like you just paying bills, paying bills, and, and you never get what you really want. So every time I get paid, I just see something that I want, and I get it first. And then I do my due diligence with all the rest of my bills and family and kids or whatever I need to do. Because that's the only way I feel like I'm reaping my reaping the benefits of my own (laughs) work by paying myself now in this you have to be responsible with paying yourself this episode is brought to you by visit Williamsburg in Williamsburg Virginia there's never too much of a good thing whether you're a foodie a golfer a history buff a shopaholic an outdoor enthusiast or a thrill seeker you'll find what you came for here and more Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDIC. Don't pay yourself half your check. <laughs> you pay the same bills every month. So you know your budget, you know, be reasonable with yourself. So what I do is usually if it's like I don't really go over two hundred dollars. I try not to go over $200. So if I do go over $200, I'll use Afterpay, Karma. Those are those are apps that you use to pay in installments. So I'll do it that way. That way I'm getting what I want, but I'm not spending the money that, you know, that I shouldn't be spending. <laughs> so there's Karma, I'm car- Karma. There's Afterpay, there's Affirm, there's Zip, there's Sizzle. Like, I could go on and on. <laughs> and they all go, they all, um, I could use all of them at Ralph Lauren. Hello. I could use all of them at Ralph Lauren. <laughs> oh, so, yes, honey. Even when I go to Woodbury, I could use Connor and Woodbury, Afterpay and Woodbury, at the counter, Ralph Lauren store. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, and you can pay in installments, so, you know, I try not to go over $200, y'all, but if it is over $200, I try to, you know, pace myself and pay in installments, so I get what I want still, <laughs> so, um, yeah, and yes, us Pisces, we are shopaholics, but we do pay the so at the end of the day, you know, pay yourself first. So that's one part a part, of self-care that I think is important because, you know, you feel good about yourself. You feel like, you know, you're not working. You're not slaving. You know, you're doing what you have to do as a responsible adult, but you reap the benefits of your own work. So that's self-care. Two, so, pampering yourself. So that means... Eyebrows done, lashes done, hair done, feet done, nails done, a massage, all of those great things. That's so important with self-care. I love going to get my hair done, even if it's buying a new wig so I could look different. (laughs) I'm just saying, if you're cute, if you're pretty, you could wear your hair any type of way. I just don't do all the colors. I'm 50 years old, so I don't do all the colors. But I will change my hair up in a minute. So, yeah. Stuff like that, So cute. Put on a new wig, you feel so much better about yourself. Because, hey, I look different. <laughs> Getting your eyebrows done, eyelashes done. <sighs> just look cute. New earrings stuff like that. Get your nails done, feet done. I get my feet done all year round. I do not wait for the summertime to get my feet done. I get my feet done every two weeks, (laughs) faithfully. (laughs) And my nail technician name is Coco. (laughs) I think I got two Cocos on Fulton Street. (laughs) But yes, her name is Coco and she's excellent and princess nails. So, um, and don't be going to book her all the time because now I, I mentioned her name one time before and not everybody want to go to her. And now when I want to go to her, she's she busy. i busy. i busy, Coco. i busy. I want to hear that. So anyway. And then even with my nails, I don't get tips. And not knocking anybody that gets tips. I'm not knocking anybody that gets tips. I'm just, to me, I'm just a little too old for it. I get my gel manicures and keep it moving. That's it. I don't even get no color. I get clear. The most I'll get is French. That's it. I just, I think it just looks classy, you know, just grown. I don't know. But anyway, now I'm not getting anybody that gets tips because I think they're cute too. On other people. I just can't do it. I remember being younger and doing the nails and putting money in my nails, spending hundreds of dollars. Not no more. Mm-mm. Gel manicure, $25. That's it. <laughs> well, um, pedicure, I think the most I pay is $35. So, yeah, I'm not spending that type of money. Not <laughs> maybe for my birthday, I might do something a little different, but nah, I don't spend that type of money, you know. But, um, you know, it is what it is. My granddaughter gets tips now, she's 12. Like, come on, this is too much. <laughs> I can't. And me and her not going to walking around with our nails looking the same. Oh, no. (laughs) It's just certain things you just don't do with the kids. (laughs) I'm not doing it. (laughs) So you get a great massage. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And the best massage is from your significant other. (laughs) To me, I don't know. I mean, I've got massages from other people. But the best massage is from your significant other. If you could get your significant other to give you a great massage, that's like the most beautiful thing. If you could get past <laughs> Hallelujah. If you can look, I got me sweating already. So um, yes, if you could get your significant other to give you a massage, that'd be great. You know, come home from a long day at work, get in the shower, put your pajamas on next thing you, know, you pull out that oil. You need a massage, baby. Sure do. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so that's self-care number two. Number three, and a lot of people might not look at this as self-care, but I do. I think it's the the best thing you could do for yourself, and that's education. That's the best self-care for me because education, like during COVID, I did a lot of personal development, like I said, so I started taking classes, I started getting college credits for this, certificates for that, licenses for this, licenses for that, and it opens so many doors like I'm on a community board I'm on a 79th precinct clergy council (laughs) like it's just it's just things that I wasn't even thinking about doing or imagine doing I'm actually doing now like me being a chaplain I have a chaplain plaque in my car like Parking is like a beautiful thing now. <laughs> so it's like you know, even with hospitals after hours, I'm a chaplain. I could still go in 24 hours for me. Um, I actually wanted to be a chaplain so I could talk to people that's on death row. Hey Kevin, hey Miss B. Yeah, like I um I wanted to talk to people on death row. And I'm still gonna do that. But um, yeah, it opened a lot of doors for me, all the education that I put into myself. And I'm going back to school so I could finish my bachelor's and get my masters. And a lot of it went towards me getting my honorary doctorate. So with me getting my honorary doctorate, it, it pushed me to do more. And Self-care is taking care of yourself. And to me, the biggest ways of taking care of yourself is education. Educate yourself. Don't just sit and be scared, you know, to elevate. Some people are scared of elevation. And then, and I'm going to tell you this right now because this is nobody but the devil. Oh, it's too late for you to do that. Oh, why are you waiting to do that now? Or, oh, you don't have the money for that. Oh, how is that supposed to happen if you got kids? Let me tell you something, right? It's 2020, it's 2023, okay? Anything is possible. There's so many ways for you to educate yourself in your own home, in the comfort of your own home. You don't even have to leave, (laughs) like. And you can still educate yourself. You could go on a go with your laptop. And there's schools that give you a laptop. There's schools that give you a laptop. You have your high school diploma. You got up to four years to go to school for free in New York. As long as you stay living in New York, you got four years of college that's free. A lot of people don't understand that. You got an EBT card? You're going to school for free. Hello. So... I'm telling you, there's so many ways to educate yourself. Please do not be scared to go to school. Don't be scared to go to school. School is like the best thing ever. Not only for you to network and meet different people, because I, I I choose to go into school. I don't want to do online classes. I want to be able to go in. Um, and it challenges your brain. Like, you might be smarter than you think. Cause I did that during COVID. Like I was taking these tests. Like I would, I would do these certification classes, and I would take these tests. I would bust those tests out. Like I always get a ninety. Some tests I got a hundred. And I'm like, yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you first hear the class name, you be like, oh man, should I even take that? I was like, you know what? I'm bored. I'm gonna take it. Most of it is free. Some of them was like thirty nine ninety nine, something like that. But I did it just to have a certificate, have these certifications, and people acknowledge these certifications. So that's why I'm able to elevate how I'm elevated, because I could say, listen, I have this gang training. I have this credible messenger training. I have this conflict resolution training. I'm an ordained minister. (laughs) I'm a chaplain. I have a food handler's license. (laughs) I have a security license. You know, things that, it, hello? That's why I'm able to move how I move. Educating myself and not be scared at 50 to say, oh, I'm too old for that. or oh, I can't do that. Oh, it's too late for me. No, it's not. It's never too late to educate yourself. So those are the top three ways of self-care for me. And I pray that you learn from this. Because at the end of the day, it will help you. It will open up so many doors for you. It will really help you. It, it also helped me to, to learn how to write grants. I, I, I actually know how to write grants now. I've been doing how to write business plans. But now I'm just like great at it. I'm learning budgets. But I'm, I've been doing budgets. I have a degree in accounting, actually, associate's. So budgets and business um, plans and stuff like that. I went to school for business also. I knew how to do that, but not as a nonprofit. It's different. See, business plans and and those budgets were for profit um, businesses. So it's different for nonprofit. So me being a nonprofit organization is different, but I'm learning and the only way, you know, I'm able to do it is because of the education that I received and that I'm going to receive because I'm going back. So, um, yeah. And just opening up your mind to different things. I always teach my kids that like never stay stagnant, always reach for the stars, shoot for the moon, because you never know like what kind of doors that could open for you, you know, Thank God, they listened. <laughs> and you know, um every Wednesday, you could see me and my son and our podcast every wednesday night on um, both sides of the violence um podcast where I tell you know Carmen events, um anything from my point of view as an older person, and he sa- he says his point of view as a younger person and we try to connect the disconnect between adults and our children. So I think that's a great idea and I'm so glad we came up with it. And I'm so glad that he's that type of kid that wants to do stuff like that. You know, talk, talk about things that's going on in the world and sharing it with other people and other, you know, people his age, so they could connect the disconnect with their parents or whatever older person that they're around so they can have better conversations. Um, any parent that we could get to learn from how our interaction is and they can, you know, be more effective in their homes with their children, that'll be a blessing. So, you know, we working on that and doing some things, um, having some guests, which we will soon in the future. But um, you can always support our organization by going on um, our website at um, bsv2021.org. You can see all the events we got coming up we got an event coming up valentine's day um our second national hug day and you could donate cash at bsv 2021 or you could go on paypal both sides of the violence 2021 at gmail.com all proceeds go to our organization so we have a mascot sean the don't shoot bill <laughs> you can catch all of this on our ig too both sides of the violence inc and please make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Both Sides of the Violence, Inc., and then we have um, the Evening Rush Network. Please subscribe to the Evening Rush Network um, so you can watch our shows and watch the other shows on the network. And um, we're on Pandora, um, iHeartRadio. We're we, we getting around, getting around. So, you know, I'm one of the new shows, but... Hopefully, I, you know, have some longevity like I did with Set Talk Radio. <laughs> Those who know me from um, Set Talk Radio, we did that for a few years. Um, we was very successful at it. But, um, you know, I just got, mm, it started getting like Wendy Williams-ish. <laughs> and I wasn't really trying to feel that. So, yeah. Eh. But um, we're going to take a short break and come back because we want y'all to subscribe to this YouTube channel. Yay! I'm back. So my name is Shaniqua Purvis, aka Coco, both sides of the balance Inc. And this is both sides of the balance Ministries because we outside preach to the choir. <laughs> um, if you want to be a sponsor, you can hit us up too at bszinc.org. You could be a sponsor, or if you want to be a guest. You can hit us up at bsdinc.org and let me know if you want to come in and be a guest. And um, I'll come to you. Not a problem. <laughs> so we can help other people understand, you know, that they're not alone. Um, we also do grief counseling, you know, so if there's a mom or a dad who lost um their child, to gun violence or any type of violence they can call in and we could talk to them. You know, we could get the world to hear your story. Um, We could also pray with you, you know, cry with you, yell with you, whatever you want. You could do that here. So, um, yeah, that's what we also do too. So um, that's what this podcast is, you know, for like self healing, you know, um, getting things out, that you need to get out, that you might not know how to, you know. Um, you might have a situation at home, domestic violence, you know, that you want to talk about, speak about. You might contemplate suicide, you know. You want to talk about, you know, how to overcome these feelings or what you need to do because you have these feelings. This this podcast also is about resources. So um there's jobs. So I'm going to have next week, I'm going to have a job posting. So we'll have job postings. We'll have um, any events that's coming up in the neighborhood. We're going to have that for you. Um, Like I said, this, this, no, next week, we're going to have our National Hug Day. That's going to be at Myrtle and Willoughby train station. So we're going to be outside of Myrtle and Willoughby train station from 3 o'clock to 5 o'clock. Handing out hot chocolate, candy, and hugs from Sean to Don't You Bear. <laughs> oh, it always cracks me up. <laughs> so we just wanna, you know, show people that we love them. A lot of people, you know, in their lives is missing love. Just a genuine hug. Just to say, I love you. Like, you know, I love everybody till they mess that up. Real talk. So if I don't like you, it's because you messed that up, not me. (laughs) I hug and and love everybody until you messed that up. And last year when we did it, we went around to different projects and did it. And we had an Elmo, and we was walking around in the Elmo costume, hugging people for Valentine's Day. And this one young lady, she hugged Elmo, and she stood there and she cried. She was like, she really needed that hug that day. Then even the guys on the corner, he was on the corner chilling. And we really went up to them and was hugging up with Elmo. (laughs) They was really hugging Elmo. (laughs) It was crazy. But some people just want to hug. That's it. Like, you know, just a genuine I love you. A lot of people don't hear that. I know when I was a kid, I never really heard those words, I love you. Until I was dating somebody and then he said I love you. And I was like, whoa, you know? But that didn't come from parents. That didn't come from siblings. That didn't come from uncles and aunts. And a lot of people don't know how to say it, you know? Some people don't even know how to give it, you know, a a hug. I was deprived of that coming up because I had to learn my mom's history. And my mom's history, she didn't receive it. So she didn't know how to give it to us. And another subject I wanna talk about next week. Next week, we're gonna talk about family, our ancestry, and what does it mean for us growing up back in the days versus now. I wanna talk about that because I believe the disconnect with our youth is because of the disconnect with our parents with their parents and their parents parents like a lot of people don't talk about that they don't talk about that they think every generation is their own generation like yeah no <laughs> this generation is is the reflection of the last generation that's why this generation is crazy because all the all, all the cracks all the drugs, all the crime, people not paying attention, all our men being locked up for years, decades. No men, they all in jail. Crack epidemic took most of our parents. So there were kids having babies, kids raising kids. And now these kids came from those kids. Hello. <laughs> so we have to we have to talk about that. Um, we're gonna talk about the different generations and our ancestries um, in a way where, and I'll probably go just up until the hmm, I'm gonna go maybe the 30s because that the 1931 was my grandmother the year she was born. So I think I'm gonna go up to that down the line. So the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, you know, I'm going to do my homework and I'm going to give y'all a little ancestry timeline and the the hurt and pain through that timeline because this podcast is real. Like we want to talk real talk on this podcast. My life is an open book. I have nothing to hide ever. Like I don't, I think us talking about it, really talking about it will actually help our kids understand where we came from and why we are the way we are. The distance, the antisocial behavior, the not telling our kids we love them. And then it could be over like love them so much that you don't let them breathe because you didn't have it. So we're gonna talk about that next week. I think that's a great subject to talk about because you know a lot of older people going these kids and these kids these kids but uh you was once that kid too what, how was how were you acting at that age <laughs> like, let's talk about it because you know these people get into drugs clean themselves up and they act like they ain't never had <laughs> they ain't never did nothing and now it's these kids you yeah. come on let's let's pay attention to what led you down the path that you was living what made you change and now you need to understand the people that didn't change or didn't have the strength enough to change so we going to talk about that so um you know next week we're gonna get into our families we're gonna get our family dirt <laughs> i guess so people can understand and know that they're not alone like your grandmother wasn't the only thought out here. (laughs) She really wasn't. (laughs) Or or your mother wasn't the only one that was, you know, on drugs and reformed. Or how about she wasn't on drugs, but she was in an abusive relationship. You know, there's some mothers that never cursed a day in their life, but still in abusive relationships. You know, so it's a whole bunch of stuff. To talk about but um you can always call in you can always email me any questions um you can go on my ig both sides of the balance ink um you know and tell me a question you can call in 929-282-0266 you call in give me a question let's talk about it this is real talk so we not hiding nothing we're not sugarcoating nothing so this is what it is. This is our first show. So I'm just letting y'all know what it is. This was a great hour. And, you know, I could talk, especially if I'm trying to help people. I could talk all day. But, um, yeah, this is an introduction of what's to come. We're going to talk about current events. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff that y'all want to talk about. And um, not for nothing, I wasn't going to touch on this, but I got five minutes left um the situation with the cop that just retired the young lady and she wound up allegedly murdering her boyfriend and then murdered herself Did a murder suicide um in flatbush i think it, i believe it was in flatbush and really sad story um you know i I don't understand it, but at the same time I understand what makes a person lose it. You know, I don't know. It could have been him cheating or she got caught cheating, or it could be money. You know, somebody was going broke and couldn't take it. I don't know. Or it could have just been a whole bunch of things like a person being at the end of their rope. Um You know, I think it's selfish of people to take someone else with them. Um, I don't don't want them to do it to themselves. Like, suicide to me is like, (sighs) I don't understand it. But at the same time, you have to be a really desperate person to want to do that. To be in a corner where you say, I give up and I don't want to be here anymore. Um. You know our lives are precious god gave it to us and i don't believe we have the right to even take it away but i'm not here to judge you know she could have just been really at the end of her rope so um i pray for her i pray for her family i pray for him and his family um that situation is not easy i know two situations where murder suicide took place and both families are destroyed to this day behind it so you know you don't only hurt your loved ones you know you hurt the other family's loved ones too and there's a lot of denial there's a lot of accusing this person that like it's it's a lot um so i really really pray for both families you know because that's a crazy situation but at the same time know we're not here to judge we don't know the situation personally but i just pray and just if they have kids i'll just pray for the kids and their families it's a really sad situation i don't wish that on nobody um you know sad (sighs) so you know we just pray for the families and you know anything that We could do as a community to bring awareness, you know, so this won't happen again. Um, You know, anybody could hit me up and we could come up with a plan. Like, the only way that we could solve these things is together. I'm great with partnerships. I'll partner with anybody (laughs) just to get things right. I don't have to be like, oh, I did that or "I I could do this. No, I think the best way to handle all of this is together. So, um, anybody have any ideas, anything that you want to do? Um, you know, hit me up and let's make it happen because it's a really sad situation. We're um, going to go out of our show with our prayer for today. So, our prayer for today if you want to bow your head, you want to close your eyes. Or you just want to put your feet down on the ground and just breathe while you're hearing it, you can do that. Father, thank you that you are not limited to seeing me as other people see me. Thank God you see my heart and you know my faithfulness to you. I believe that promotion comes from you and you are lifting me towards my destiny. In Jesus' name, amen. So that's our show for this week. Hey, we got through our first show. Thank y'all so much for tuning in, and I will see y'all next week. And we're going to talk about our ancestry, our families. What could we do to make our families stronger? Understanding our families to make them stronger. That's what it is. Understanding our families to make them stronger. Yes. All right? So God bless. Stay safe and stay out the way <laughs> uh, god bless y'all and good night enjoy the rest of your